Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from our pastor at Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Some of them will even have a vacancy at their dinner table. And so let's look beyond this just being a three-day weekend, a time for barbecue grills and things of that nature. And let's remember that someone's hurting today. And in exchange for that, we've been given the privilege to come into this house. Amen. Lift up our hands among many other things. Well, let's pray. Can we do that, Lord? I thank you for every man or woman who has paid the ultimate price for America's freedom. From the very beginning and the founding of our nation until this very day, I thank you, God, not only for those who have willingly served and those that have given their lives, but I thank you, Lord, for that continued desire that is cultivated in the hearts of even young men and women today who continue to serve this country. And I thank you, Lord, for them, and I pray for the families. I pray for the broken hearts of mothers and fathers across our nation and around the world today. I pray today, Lord, for families that feel and see a conspicuous absence in their home and in their lives. And I ask you to touch them and comfort them today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And you can be seated, and for just a few moments, I want to just address the value of what this day means to all of us. Webster defines the word memorial as anything that is intended to preserve the memory of a person or an event, something which serves to keep something else in remembrance or a monument. All of us have monuments in our lives or we have memorials in our life. They may not be as elaborate as what we would find in Washington, D.C. and spotted across other portions and parcels of our nation, but we all have things that we hold and possess that remind us of something else that's significant in our life. I, um, like you, have things that my parents possessed, just small things, but they are a reminder, they're a memorial and I'm thankful for that. Today, Memorial Day, or tomorrow we recognize it officially, but today as we recognize it as a church, is a day that is set aside to remember those who gave their life for our freedom in armed forces. We remember those who died on distant battlegrounds for the sole purpose of bringing freedom and democracy to oppressed people. I'm glad that I am an American. Amen. In truth, I suppose, if I'm being 100% honest, because I have never known anything else but the freedom 
that comes with being a citizen of the United States of America. I probably don't have the ability to truly appreciate it to the depth and the breadth that I should. But with all that's within me and as best as I can understand, I want to tell you today that I'm proud to be an American. We commemorate the actions of those who paid the ultimate price. Ceremonies all across our land tomorrow will commemorate people that have given the ultimate and made the ultimate sacrifice. As I mentioned a moment ago, Memorial Day, in truth, is not just a three-day weekend, and it's not just an opportunity to, uh, to have a day off and some free time. It's not an opportunity to forget, but it's an opportunity to remember. And so I think it's important, certainly as parents and influencers of, of young people, for them to understand what this day represents in its truth. Because in its truth, in its unveiled truth, it's not a pretty scene. It's people who have given everything so that we can be here. It's young men and young women who walked away from their home and didn't realize when they walked away they were hugging their mother and father's neck for the last time. Amen. And so this weekend is about looking over our shoulder. It's about peering into yesterday. For some, that yesterday could have been decades ago, and for many it has. Yet for others, that yesterday that we refer to is still very, very fresh in their minds. And so a memorial helps to keep a memory of something significant alive in our heart and in our mind. The word memorial in Scripture comes from a word that means to prick or to pierce or to penetrate the memory. To prick or to pierce or to penetrate the memory. And so all throughout Scripture... God's people have been admonished to memorialize some things. There needs to be something that helps us remember a time when. And so the Lord, after the flood, when the ark rested and the rain subsided, the Lord gave mankind a memorial. He put a rainbow in the sky. It's beautiful to behold even at my age, I still enjoy and almost with childlike wonder when you spot one. But it's not there to just bedazzle us. That's not God showing his flair nor his fashion. But it was a reminder to Noah and to all of us today that this will never happen again. The earth will never be destroyed with a flood. The tables of stone that had the commandments written on them, the little bowl or container of manna that was kept into the in, that was placed into the Ark of the Covenant. It was not just there to be stored, but it was there to be remembered. It was to remember a time when God provided manna from heaven when there was no other way to sustain yourself. The word of God that was placed in that ark was to be there as a reminder that. It's on this, on this rock we build our lives. Aaron's rod that was also placed into that Ark of the Covenant was a reminder of God's power to provide, God's healing and majestic and supernatural power. As a matter of fact, if we take this all the way to the New Testament times, 
That's what communion is all about. It's not just about a religious ritual or a rite of passage, but it is about remembering. It's a memorial. The list, of course, in Scripture could go on and on, but these things were there to help us be reminded that God has been at work in our lives. And so I pray today that no one, certainly no one here or that myself would never forget what God has done for us. I think it's wonderful to chronicle things and and write things down, especially significant things that the Lord has done in our lives. I've referred to it many times, but several years ago, Brother Mooney preached a message entitled His God File. And in that file folder was just literally written testimonies of of the things that God had done for him. If you were in that service, I feel confident it was a message that you will take with you the rest of your life. It was a memorial. Every inscription, everything that was written, every piece of paper became a memorial, a reminder, something that pierces the memory to cause us to realize that God has been so good to us. I can truly say that the Lord has remembered me many times through the years. He's blessed me. He's blessed you. He's blessed all of us. And so it does us good to reflect on those times and and to talk about them openly, the things that God has done in our life. You know, sometimes we're guilty of trying to discount the blessings of the Lord in our life because we don't want others to think uh, ill of us. But if the Lord has blessed us, we have nothing to be ashamed of. He's blessed us. Amen. I think it's evident that God has been at work in our lives. And and I mentioned this in our first service, but in in recent days, my wife and I have been reflecting of the things that God has done for us. And again, as I said earlier, I'm not sure what served as a catalyst for that. I don't think anything in particular, but it has been humbling for us to just look back and see where the Lord has brought us from and what he's done in our lives. And I'm, I mean that both naturally and spiritually. I'm thankful for what the Lord has done. It's wonderful to look back at some of the more difficult miles of the journey and the, the times that that it just seemed like, uh, it just seemed like that we can make no sense out of this. And then God reaches into all of that in all of our lives and he makes a masterpiece out of it. Amen. God can just take nothing and make something out of that. I've always enjoyed uh, the the few times, whatever it had, would be in a mall or whatever, you, you may come up on a, a someone, an artist that's just painting something. I mean, the, if, if, if the building is not on fire, I want to pause. I want to just stand there just a moment and watch them as they take nothing and bring something to life. And that is exactly what the Lord does in our lives. It's just one stroke at a time, just one brush at a time, and at moments it seems to make no sense. And then all of a sudden you begin to see that come into into fruition, and I'm thankful for that. Somewhere along the way, God has taken the test of life that I talked about in our first service, and he's given us through that a testimony, something that we can talk about. And I think we should. I certainly think we should. We should tell our story. He's turned pain into strength. He's turned, he's taken miles that we walked in the dark and God has put the sun of his love upon that, the sunshine of his love upon that. And we ought to share that wherever we go. A memorial helps keep a memory of something significant alive. It, it's, it keeps it fresh in our heart. It keeps it ever on our minds. Throughout The scripture, God ordained that there would be memorials and he's instituted the practice of building and having memorials in our lives. 
I think it's beneficial for us to remember the things that the Lord has done. Our children should hear those stories. Your, ch- your grandchildren should hear those stories. They are meaningful. They are meaningful. I think I am pretty average in this respect, and I think that most people would agree that that I just love to hear our elders talk about the things in their lives, natural or spiritual, the things where God has just kind of stepped into their life and intervened. And those stories, although some of them in time, at times we may have heard again and again and again and again, but as we watch age sort of begin to close the door on their life, those stories just go up in value. And we want to just say, tell it one more time. And if all of us had the opportunity to call back some of our kinfolk, one of the things that we would want to hear is some of those stories just one more time. Amen. They gave us something to think about, something to remember them about them remember them by. Amen. And so in closing I would say this. If God has ever done anything in your life, you should build a memorial. I think you know I'm speaking of that figuratively to some degree. But if God has ever healed your body, don't ever forget that. And we ought to talk about it often. And we ought to share it wherever we can. If God has ever, if God has ever done anything in a tangible way to put clothes on your back, food on your table, amen. I know we live in a credit card age, but there have been times, you know, we can buy it whether we can afford it or not. But there have been times God can put food on your table and clothes on your back. Yes, he can. And when those times happen, we ought to build a memorial. We ought to talk about it. Amen. If the Lord has filled you with the Holy Ghost, we ought to build a memorial. And we ought to talk to people about what the Lord has done in our life. Amen. God has met, met time and time again financial needs in all of our lives. We ought to build a memorial and talk about that. God's blessed all of us. So when something powerful happens, we ought to write it down if that's what's necessary. We need to build a memorial. And so today, while it is true that we cannot take these literal uh, soldiers by the hands and shake their hands and thank them, We can't buy them a meal because they have given the ultimate price. We can pause to remember. And so that's what we do today. Not only to remember those that died, as I said earlier, but we also want to remember those that they left behind. Freedom is anything but free. And I'm thankful that people are willing and have been willing to pay the price. We are blessed. We are blessed. Let's stand together, shall we? Amen. I love you with all of my heart. This has been a wonderful day, a great time together. We pray that God's blessings will be upon you the remainder of this day and tomorrow, whatever your activities may be. Let's remember one thing, that that we did not get here by accident and that what we celebrate tomorrow is not just an ordinary day, but it's a day to remember and a day to reflect. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I love you today, and I thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost, and I thank you for the strength of your spirit. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. 
We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.